Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH Magazine, and today I am joined by Candace Sorthout, the go-to person on human trafficking. How are you today, Candace? I'm well. Thank you for having me, Jackie. Well, I am glad to have you, and as, as much as we're sitting here smiling and having fun together, we're going to talk about a little bit of a very serious topic today. You've written about, you've been at the podium, you've written CEs, you give CE courses on human trafficking. And you're also in Texas where this is a required training every two years. Yes. So what took you down this path? Uh, That's a great question. I'm, in addition to being a dental hygienist, I'm also a licensed professional counselor. And a few of the things that I love to treat and love to learn about often because I'm a lifelong learner is crisis intervention and trauma. And so those have just always been really interesting topics to me. And this all came about when I was a student counselor and I was going into an internship and I was talking to my supervisor and she says to me, hey, I want to talk to you for a second because I have this patient that needs like probably three or four counseling sessions before she can go get her teeth cleaned. That's how bad her anxiety is. And then she says, she looks at me and says, and I'm sure you know this because you're a dental hygienist, that there's a connection between past sexual trauma and dental anxiety. Well, Jackie, I did not know that. And at the time, I had been a hygienist for 17 years. And I, I, what I did was I lied <laughs> to her. <laughs> and I said, oh, yes, I know that. You know, of course I do. And I felt so embarrassed. And I felt so like, where, where have I been? Why don't I know this? That I'm a student of counseling. I've been a hygienist for 17 years. And I've never heard this. So I went like really just went out to my car after I left and I started searching the library database and I started finding all these articles about these connections between sexual trauma and dental anxiety. And it just brought me to this place of, that was my first CE course I ever did, was speaking on those origins and roots of why are people anxious in the dental chair. And then over time, as I grew as a counselor and I worked for a long time in the jails and I saw these women that, At the time, we weren't really talking about what is trafficking, but they were trafficked. And I did not even recognize it as a counselor at the time that that's what their crime was, a traffic-related crime. And so as I grew in that and started to really learn what is trafficking, that's when I decided, okay, I need to start spreading this word in the dental community, as well as not only that trauma piece in the dental community, but what are we going to do to keep our eyes open to someone that is potentially trafficked in our chair? Because 80%, in fact, there's been reports of up to 88% of survivors of trafficking have reported being taken to a healthcare provider while they were being trafficked. And 27% of those have been to the dentist while they were in captivity. 
Wow. So as you can imagine, you know, yeah. that we they, they're sitting in our chairs and that we are we're really in a prime position to recognize and to screen and report them if we need to. Yeah. What is and, and this may not be a simple answer, but what is the number one sign if there is one of an individual in your chair that is being trafficked? So I wouldn't say there's necessarily a number one sign. It's a variety of signs. So, you know, as a clinician, when we are doing that assessment of our patient and we're, you know, we're even as hygienists, we do that, you know, even as we're walking our patient back, I think we look at things like their gait and their skin mm-hmm. and, you know, just kind of assess their overall health. That's the same as when we're looking at someone who is potentially trafficked is we're looking for things like severe anxiety, lack of eye contact, like that extreme avoidance of eye contact. They might have physical signs like bruising and they could have oral signs of forced oral sex. They could have hematomas, petechiae on the palate, broken teeth. We might even see that they have different phases of healing on their body as far as bruising or trauma, where it looks like there's some old trauma that's in the healing process and then new trauma. There's a quote that I heard that I think is really impactful, where it was a physician that had said that their mouths will lie, but their bodies will tell us the truth. And so looking at, you know, all of those those physical signs, um, what do they have tattoos? There are a lot of tattoos are very common hands, face, arms. A lot of times the tattoos will say things like property or daddy. The traffickers will oftentimes like to be called daddy. And so that might be what they have tattooed on them. It could be crowns, money bags, like sparse scans, those types of tattoos. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's looking at, at all of those signs together. And I will say this, that probably if I were going to say the number one, if I were going to pick one, if there's somebody with them, that accompanying person is going to be very, very controlling of the appointment. They're going to answer the questions for the patient. They're going to answer the health history questions for the patient. They're going to try to maintain control of that appointment where that patient kind of just sits quiet and the other person does all the talking and makes the decisions for them. Yeah, yeah. To our listeners, if you have not read or attended a human trafficking CE program, I would highly, highly recommend it. I think one thing that we've really started seeing, if you're on social media and watching reels, you're going to start seeing the hand signal that is being recognized as help me. So, and if you have not seen that, you need to Google the hand sign and start watching because there are a lot of people out there asking for help. We're just not recognizing it yet. Um, Do you want to build on that at all, Candice? Um, yes, I do. In fact, I'll try to explain the hand signal okay. <laughs> really quick. Maybe if, like they they get a visual of it. So you hold your palm up, you know, like you're saying hi, your fingers are together, tuck your thumb in, and then you fold your fingers over the yeah. top. So that's it. So if you can just Google that and look that up. But I like what you said about taking the course because here in Texas, we're now required to take it every two years. And oftentimes people will say to me, I don't understand why we have to take this course. Why, why am I doing this every two years? And it's because you're not going to remember, you're going to take that course and like any CE course that you take, how much of it do you really retain? You know, you pick those nuggets up and then over time you forget. And the thing about these traffickers is that they're really savvy, they're smart, they're manipulative. And as we figure out their game, guess what they do? They They change change their game. Change the rules. Mm -hmm. 
they change the rules. And so we have to stay on top of that. So my course in Texas has to be reapproved every two years. And that's one of the reasons for that is because we're always trying to stay one step ahead of those rules that are being changed. And as like, I feel like I'm a ongoing learner, a ongoing student of human trafficking. And I really learned something almost on a daily basis because I'm listening, I'm reading, I'm taking in information any way I can. And it's, it's changing and it's a really, really vast topic. And so even if you're in a state that doesn't require this, find one, you know, get, find one at your next conference or online and, and jump in and, and just get educated and be, you, you might be that person that saves somebody's life. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's for those of us who travel a lot in airports, you're starting to see signs of 1-800 numbers to call for help. These individuals are not always female. This is also happening to our male population. They're also not always teenagers. It's happening to small children. So this is just such a vast problem issue where you never think that you're going to have to give CPR, but you take it anyway. Well, you may not think you're ever going to be able to save someone's life that's being trafficked, but you need to learn about it anyway. So unfortunately, Candace, 10 minutes goes by way too fast. And this is a very serious topic to both you and I. Um, You know much more about it than I do. But how can our listeners get in touch with you either to learn um, more from you, to get you to speak at maybe their study clubs or their state meetings? You have a huge platform and a wealth of knowledge in this topic. How can they find you? Sure. There's a few ways on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. My handle is the counselor hygienist. And then my website, you can either put in my name, which is CandiceSwarthout.com or InspiredEducationCE.com. I speak on this live, but I also have an online course. So you can go onto my website. You can just click a link and you can sign up for this course and you can take it as a self-study and you'll get a certificate at the end. If you're in Texas, it does count for your requirement. And then if you're in any other state, it is AGD PACE accredited or approved CE for two CE hours. Wonderful. Wonderful. Well, this has been a very sobering topic, but as always, it's nice to see your smiling face and spend some time with you, Candace. So thank you. Nice to see you too. Yeah, thank you. And you're very welcome. And to our listeners, be sure and learn more about human trafficking. And if you have any questions, reach out to Candace. So thank you for your time. Have a great day and everybody take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time.